Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom Mamas podcast, where we encourage and empower moms just like you to raise those babies in the way they should go. Hi, I'm Trudy Lineski, God girl, wife, mama four, writer, vlogger, and speaker. I'm super passionate about the next generation. Together, we can lead, guide, and direct them to stand confidently in who God has called them to be. Grab your coffee, get comfy, let's get started. Happy Monday, Kingdom Mamas. So Tim and I have celebrated our 20th anniversary this past week. Yes. 20 years. We've been officially together longer than we've been apart. Yeah. That's That's crazy. Yeah, I was thinking about that yesterday. told somebody. Yeah? Yeah. Best 20 Some years years together. (laughs) (laughs) So how's our sound? Oh, thank you for the sound. Well, we don't know how it is. We'll see if it's better than your older ones. It's we're halfway through a sounding of the room to help with uh, your podcast. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what, what do you think? What, what are what is the secret sauce to marriage? What do you think? Well, um, in sickness and in health till death do us part. (laughs) That's right. So, well, you know, um, at the end of the day for, for us, there's a lot of things we can talk about, right? When you're young in marriage, when you're in the We got it wrong. Let's not, let's, let's be honest. Well, well, yeah, I know. But (laughs) what we're trying to do is make sure our kids do the right thing. Right. (laughs) So yeah. True story. So no, yeah. No, as when we met and when we were. Uh, young, I was not in a Christian lifestyle. That's what we'll say. Yeah. Um, but no, you were a believer. Yeah. Uh, no, I've always been a yeah. I've been a believer since I was a child. But just weren't living like it. Wasn't living like it. Correct. Yeah. That's okay. What I would say. We'll clarify that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> always been a believer. Okay. Sorry. Didn't mean to inter- interrupt. No. That. No. I mean, the biggest thing for us at the end of the day, because we can literally talk for hours about different things. But the biggest thing that I've kind of concluded over 20 years is, you know, in in the world today, there's a lot of people where their marriage is just between two people. It's between like Trudy and me. And when you only have two people involved, it is something where... you know, we're, we're false we're, or we're, uh, we're people, right? We're sons of Adam. We are, we have sins. We have, we're not perfect. No. And uh, we all do it kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, annoying things. We have different <laughs> habits that we, uh, uh, that are terrible and, uh, maybe, um, are not are hard to live with. But whenever we focus in on that, it's just not you and me and that our marriage is Christ centered. Mm-hmm. Um, that really is the thing that I think keeps us going further, makes us uh, forgive each other quickly, makes us um, not think that each little, you know, little fight, every little issue going on is the biggest thing in the world, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think that kind of centers us and uh, uh, allows for, um, you know, kind of being like Jesus, having atonement for for a person and compassion. Um, that's what I'd say. So the biggest thing for me is just always remembering and trying to focus our marriage, having Christ in the center of it, because um, it makes you make uh, the right decisions, right? Yeah. If yeah. I don't have that, and I'm, I, I'm, 
I'll make poor choices that can break up a marriage. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And I think there was a turning point in my life where I did a Bible study. It was called For Women Only. There are two books. It's called There's One For Women Only and then there's For Men Only. And it helped me understand that men are wired different, differently than women. I think so many times we think that we think the same way and that you should think my way. And that's very self-centered. But God created us completely different. Our wiring is different. The way we are motivated is different. I think you actually just read Wild at Heart, right? right. The John Eldridge book. And can you tell us a little bit about that? Like the Well, well I've, I've read that and a few other books too. And, and you're, yeah, it's kind of part of it. When it comes to women and their thought processes, I don't understand it. <laughs> it's all feelings. It, you know, I think of like a computer and these wiring and, the, you know, for me, it's just point A to point B. And there's, there's, but, and there's not a lot of emotion. There's not a lot of, um, just, it's very straightforward. Um, but I think of my wife's brain and other people's <laughs> and women's brains and it's all of it. There's just all these cross wires and, and emotions as part of it and different ways. It just, I, I can't, it's just very complex yes. as compared to me. Um, and understanding that though, yeah. and uh, um, knowing that it's just uh, that she thinks differently and she takes in problems differently um, has been very helpful. You know, for a man, you know, when it comes to marriage, you know, obviously you're mostly, I assume this is women that listen to. It's like, well, what, how do I keep my man happy in, in marriage for 20 <laughs> years? It's, you know, for, for, for men, there's, there's, there's a few things that they do. And this is part of that book series mm-hmm. too, is, you know, men have two things or a few things actually one is we have kind of a a, a um, adventurous heart mm-hmm. you know conquest um, defeating something taking um, um, ownership of things you know that's why you know for me I love to hike and some men like to fish or some men like to uh, you know race sports cars or whatever they like to mm-hmm. do part of that is the innate um, adventure, adventure yeah. that God has placed in a man's heart. And, and, and the second thing, you know, people say, well, what's the one thing you tell somebody about, you know, that you could say to your man or something that would propel him to be a good husband? I, really, at the end of the day, the biggest thing you could ever, aside from, you know, obviously we're talking outside of um, biblical teachings, this is part of it too, is, is you know, a man's heart is, 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 or what he wants to do is have security. Mm-hmm. He likes the fact that if you, if you are focused in or you um, pat him on the back mm-hmm. for the security, whether it's financial or physical. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yes. That mm-hmm. tends to be more in a man's heart, uh, perhaps more than uh, than women's. In fact, mm-hmm. that, that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, over 20 years, if it, the best thing I would say is just routinely affirm. tell your affirm your man, thank you for the security of this house, of this adventure, of this marriage, for helping us, whether it's financially or um, security-wise, physically, for protecting us. Um, That'll make a man have that'll light a fire under him, mm-hmm. and he'll take that to heart, and he'll even go further and further with it. Mm-hmm. So when when he hears that from his wife, when he hears that 
from his loved one, it is something that, um, yeah, kind of makes him focus on goals and focus on becoming a better provider in those ways. That's awesome. Tim likes it when I call him sugar daddy. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's it's true. Right. <laughs> Thank you, sugar daddy. <laughs> no, I think also we take into play the love languages. Um, that was pivotal too. Understanding what makes Tim feel loved and him understanding what makes me feel loved and how they're completely different and that's okay you know, not one love language is better than any other and we don't make fun of each other for that love language, right? So right. so Tim's is physical touch and it's words of affirmation. Mine is acts of service and words of affirmation. So knowing those things, I can love Tim better. Yeah. yeah. And when she goes away for the weekend, I clean the house. <laughs> and I come home to a clean house, acts That's of it. service. That's it. So... <laughs> Yeah. No, and, 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 you know, especially even, even when you look at children and you look at ours and, and, mm. and the, w the way that their brains are wired differently too, it's really important Yeah. Um, when it comes to the, you know, the love that you showed your children. There's yeah. different ways that um, they accept or have higher meaning for, for yeah. love. Yeah. And they actually have quizzes for kids. Oh, yeah. They have one for young kids, they have one for teens, and then they have one for adults, which yeah. is helpful too. And and that's funny, we were going back to nurturing a girl, right? I remember the first time when Lola said, Daddy, you hurt my fieldings. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what? Straight out of the Georgia Peaches. Um, feelings? There are no feelings. <laughs> there are no feelings. Yes. What are yeah. you talking about feelings? No, yeah, not, you know, I've heard, I said that before too. When a, when a father has a daughter, it kind of softens his heart. So, you know, that kind of goes back to, and I, I don't know what we were doing. I was, Lola had done something wrong and, and she is what, five. She was little, so yeah. No and she, and I'm yelling at her, Lola, blah, 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 why did you do this? And she looks up at me and starts crying. And I'm like, what's wrong? Did you get hurt? Are you cut? And I'm, she's like, no. And I'm like, well, what, what's, I don't understand. She goes, Daddy, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> and I didn't know how to react because my brain doesn't work like that. And mm -hmm. I said, there are no feelings in this family. and uh, But there are, obviously. So that changed <laughs> me a little bit and then made me kind of act a little bit differently to the children, uh, the boys. Uh, maybe not such a, uh, a tough daddy to them after we had Lola. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, we've gone through some things, some tough, tough things. Yeah. I mean, 20 years, you're, if you're going to have disagreements, you're going to have, we're two separate people. I yeah. mean, no matter what you say is, and we have two, two separate thoughts, but it, most of the time, and you know how this is, and you know, marriage is a, a kind of roller coaster, right? There's ups and downs. And uh, the key though is, is really one of the, you know, one of the biggest things is not becoming bitter Yeah. and, and letting things uh, fester. Uh, and as we've gotten older, we understand that, like communicating right. being the biggest part of it, because, you know, the more you let something in and you don't communicate what is bothering you or what is the big ordeal, 
it's uh, it festers and, and bitterness can happen as part of that. And that's the death of a marriage. Yeah. Because you'll look over at that person and then you'll start to pick out every little thing that's yeah. wrong with them. Yeah. And I, I think we say a lot, like once you start focusing on the negative, that's all you see. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's absolutely true. Yeah. So. I think when we come to a an understanding of who God created Tim to be, and to love and respect God's creation. You know, we are different. We're completely different to human beings trying to make a relationship work. There's compromise, there's sacrifice, and that self-centeredness needs to take a seat. You know, it takes a back seat. Yeah, and, and, and we kind of talk about this too. The, the big thing is it, marriage is kind of like Christianity, right? So you are not the primary focus. No. It is your family. It is your your spouse. And so and there's a lot of forgiveness, right? Yeah. So uh, God forgiving our sins through Jesus, that's that's part of marriage is, yeah. is uh, so many keys of how Christianity works. Yeah. Makes a marriage, if you if you use those, see, those same factors, makes a marriage work. Absolutely. And but we didn't get it right at first. Let's be honest. Like we were very self-centered. Like oh, you yeah. said, we weren't living. We were believers, but we weren't living a Christian lifestyle. And we were very self-centered. And there were a lot of those first, I would say the first five years, Yeah. a lot of self-centered, um, not going to talk to you, going to go to bed angry kind of. Yeah, it's kind of a miracle we made it through that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Some people would have been like, peace, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. And then, well, then that gets back into, you know, one of the ways you, whenever you find things or there's something, you know, that is different that uh, with your spouse, well, well, how do I, how do I change him? How do I right. make him different? And yeah. what we discovered is you, you, you you're, you're not going to just, no. you know, lecture somebody and they're going to change my ways. I mean, that's true with everything. And, you know, when it comes to uh, politics or it comes to anything else, <laughs> right. what you have to do is you have to show that person and live that life yeah. that you're anticipating. You want them to be forgiving? Well, you better forgive them when they do something. Yeah. You want them to be honest? Well, you need to be honest with that. Yeah. Um, so that was really one of the bigger things, too, as part of that. Uh, yeah, I think for us to think that we can change another person is completely arrogant, right? Like, yeah. that's Holy Spirit work. That's God's work. That's not my work to change Tim or Tim's work yeah. to change me. It's like if I am living in the Word and I'm learning who God is and the characteristics of Him and who He wants me to be by Jesus coming to this earth and living, you know, a holy life, that, that's holy work. That's not Tim work or Trudy work. It's like, right. I'm going to love you. I'm going to love you when you're unlovable. And, and I'm going to show you love of Jesus even when you might not be worthy of it, you know? Right. And that's not for right. me to choose. That's, you know, but to love you through it. So. Yeah. And, you know, early on, you kind of talk about, well, how did things change? I kind of think about two issues or two things that we did, right? We So we went up to Dartmouth and we mm -hmm. went to a fantastic church and yeah. great people who yeah. led Christian lives. And we mm -hmm. looked and we're like, oh my goodness gracious, this isn't us. And, right. but, but it was awesome, right? Yeah. So, and yeah. we had small groups that uh, just poured into us and, and, and really we looked around and said, we're not we need to do things differently. Yeah. And then when we moved from New Hampshire down here to Kentucky, same thing. We yeah, had an awesome group. small yeah. group 
for several years. And really, you look at how our change happened. It was all during that period, right? right? So uh, surrounding or putting yourself in a situation where you have impactful people around you. Right, right. People who are chasing God. And, And just, I think we've talked about this the last couple of weeks about, you know, how COVID really isolated us and how we really as a family just kind of secluded ourselves we got you know we got busy again things started opening up our schedules went insane and we forgot to to gather with christian-minded people and how important that is but yeah i remember one of the women in our small group just you know highlighting that god has to come first then your husband, then your children. And never, for me... We never thought like that. No. I, I, I it really was our did. kids. It, it was, was like survival mode, yeah. right? Like we were just trying to survive. And our kids were like, we put them on a pedestal and we're like worshiping them. You Everything's know? for the kids. We have to do this. We right. have to do that. And, and you're right. Then it was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. For us we to got have... This wrong. We got it wrong. We have it backwards. Yeah. And you know that happens to a lot of people and they don't fix that problem. They don't... They don't elevate that. And then, you know, seven years go by or the kids are in school or the kids go to college. And it's like. Right. There's they were. It's like, oh, now you're a priority, but I don't know you. We haven't. Yeah. We haven't haven't connected in 20 years. That's hard. Yeah. I think it was our 10 year anniversary was the first time we'd ever been away from our kids. Yeah. Overnight. And that's what I tell people. I said took me about 10 years to become a good husband. <laughs> that was it, right? And that's what I do, though. Whenever I talk to younger people, too, they're, they're like, oh, what's, hey, old man, what's what's the, uh, you know, what's some wisdom? wisdom and, and uh, You got the gray hair, you must have wisdom. Uh, back when I was a young man, I could. Um, so I, uh, you know, but I, one of the keys and one of the big things that changed for us, too, was is, you know, going away for our anniversary, right? Yeah. Every, um, every anniversary, making sure, and that was special for you, and I didn't, understand how important that was right right Neither so did I. yeah and, and, and that was hard it was hard to oh, leave our kids yeah we have so many of them <laughs> it was just <laughs> so and we let's be honest we took one with us because he was nursing <laughs> we i don't took even remember with that's, us okay that's tons hilarious. of the pack and play at the biltmore that's funny yeah oh uh, we packed him and like put him in a yeah. little strap on yeah. thing and took him around the house that's funny yeah i don't yeah. even remember that that's you don't remember that? Nope. Okay. Just the just the good memories. <laughs> I guess he's a good memory, but he, oh, yeah. yes. I think that I think I think just the fact that we did it was one of the biggest things. So yeah, yeah, that's important. Yeah. We're really focusing on because uh, it gives you a period where you focus in on your manor- marriage, and then you have some good conversations and be like, okay, well, you know, and we do this with people do it at. Uh, January 1st, New Year's, mm-hmm. and we do it with us. Okay, well, what are we going to do? How are we going to focus to make sure that this marriage uh, is going great? And, and, right. And, 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 you know, you take that weekend, and you don't have to sit down and, and you know, just having some coffee on mm-hmm. a Saturday at, at your local uh, coffee shop and just say, hey, let's let's hang out for a half an hour, an hour, and let's uh, figure out what, uh, uh, what we're going to do to keep this thing uh, going well. Right. Because it's worth it. Yeah, and that gets it gets back to the communication that we talked about before, right? Right. And uh, so, and <laughs> these little tricks, right? So I'm a terror. I, I'm when it comes to uh, 
uh, knowing where kids are and events and all these things. <laughs> oh I have goodness. absolutely no idea. But what do we do? We, 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 Trudy's like, okay, well, this is uh, hurting us because uh, he has to text me and we have to, and I get upset because he doesn't know what we're doing. So we got that calendar out. We put yeah. it on the refrigerator. And now that, you know, all the kids know what we're doing. Anybody that comes over knows what we do. Right. Somebody texts me and says, oh, or, or calls me and, hey, you need a meeting or, oh, can you do this? It's like, well, let me. Let me check before, because a lot of times we'd run into conflicts, because I'd say yes, and it'd be like, oh, no, we have six things to do tonight, you know, three soccer practices, a recital, a horse jumping thing, and, <laughs> and oh, yeah, you're supposed to volunteer at church. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was that's, was pivotal, that family calendar, yeah. and I can actually share that in the show notes if you guys yeah. are interested in that, but it's just a huge calendar that goes on the fridge, and it changes every week, so... It's color-coded by kid. Each kid has their own color, their favorite color, and it's actually by Jefferson Bethke, who wrote To Hell with the Hustle. Oh, awesome. I yeah. yeah. You know, because and some people are like, oh, just put it on your phone, and it's different. No, it's not. You need it there you first thing it. in the morning when, you, you know, when you're getting out your creamer for coffee or whatever else you do. Yeah. Mine is always creamer for my coffee. <laughs> he was just loving his coffee mm. over here. <laughs> the thing I love in the world more than, well, no, I'm just kidding, more than my children, <laughs> coffee. <laughs> you got to have the coffee to function with the children. Yes. Okay, so if you were to give them three tips on how to have a lasting marriage, what would it be? Number one. Um, well, like I said, Christ in the center. Mm-hmm. It's not just you two. It's not just the kids. It is... Listen, I mean, this is eternity we're talking about. Right. You know, sometimes we forget about this stuff, right? Yeah. You know, we kind of live in the world, but we're talking about eternity and having him the focus of it just makes everything, it, it <laughs> makes everything so much easier. Yeah. It really does. It's freedom is what it does. It is. Yeah. So that's number one. Number two, so Christ being in the middle, um, I would say just the communication tool. Uh, there's a, an old book called... Uh, eat that frog or don't yeah eat the frog yeah which basically means anytime you feel some kind of weird thing or bitterness towards your wife or something happened and and it just feels like just a icky icky just just talk about it Be like, no we have to talk about this because the more you let that fester, fester yeah. the more that bitterness occurs right yeah and then one of the other tricks i like is you know you and i if you're like hey let's go to some event and we're like okay zero to five what is it? And you know, you, mm-hmm. you might be like, "Oh, it's a, it's a two. And I'm like, "Oh, good, because it's a, it's a two with me. Let's not do it." Mm-hmm. But you might say, "Hey, let's go do this." And I'm like, you know, and uh, and you may say, "I'll be like, well, is it zero to five? You say it's a five. I'm like, "Oh, it's a, it's a two to me, but it's a five for you. I'm gonna go do it because right. that helps us, and I know it's important for you." So that kind of communication tool, when you you kind of are like, "Yes, awesome, I can't wait," right? And that helps us know each other. Now you can't be saying. Everything's five out of five, right? I mean, that's that's well, kind of it. But you got to be honest with it, right? Yeah. Because I might say, hey, let's go take a hike. And you're like, oh, my goodness, I've got 12 things to do. Well, you know, we might not have done that for the past couple months. And you'll be like, well, what is it? I'm like, you know, it's like a four. That adventure is coming out. And if I don't get out that innate thing that I uh, – what is put in my heart as, as a man, you know, it, it comes out in different ways, mm-hmm. right? So men, when they're not – you know, they don't feel like they're fulfilled. giving security. They don't feel like they can have that adventure. You don't feel f- fulfilled. And it comes out in different ways, mm-hmm. right? And it, they're not good. There's no positive no. things. It's usually self-sabotage, self-sabotage mm-hmm. or um, hurting the ones that you love. 
Right. Okay. I guess that's it. Assume nothing. Assume nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Communication's key. Yeah. yeah. Pray, pray, pray. Yes. <laughs> well, we've got better with that. Haven't you noticed that? And the more we pray, the more, um, you know, especially when we're out and about eating or at home, it's just, uh, it just focuses everything in, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it affects your family. We were at one of the restaurants the one time and we went to eat and everybody's starving and we starving, had, yeah. had a huge day and it was a late dinner and, and Penn, our youngest, he's looking around and I could tell something was wrong. I said, what's up, buddy? And he's like, we have to pray before we do this. I was like, you know something? You're right. And then you'll have, you know, so these different things you do will, will affect your family and it kind of reciprocates, right? It comes back. Even Landon, you know, our second one he he started uh putting his phone in the car whenever we'd go somewhere to eat and i was like oh landon you know uh, we're eating i'm like hey we'll look at this he's like oh no it's in the car i was like oh i said did you forget it? he's like no i like to put it there because i like to have conversations and it distracts me well oh my goodness gracious <laughs> don't you know that it's like okay old man it's time to step up your Check game and so you know these yeah so so as they are growing up in a christian family they will think priorities to, will occur to them that are even you miss out or you don't think through uh, but then they'll affect you mm-hmm. so i go to the restaurant and I, that phone is gone man i leave it in the uh uh in the uh truck or the suv yeah good stuff yeah all right. Well, thank you, Tim. Yes. yes. My pleasure. Well, Lineski's on three. One, two, three. <laughs> All right. We are about to head out to the Biltmore. Yes. We are renewing our vows. We will forget many things. <laughs> uh, that's the other thing, right? You kind of calm down. You're yeah. 20 year one. You know, it's like, okay, who's whoever's coming, we, it's we'll good. They'll be there. Yeah. You know, we may forget this. We may forget that. There's going to be a lot that goes wrong, but. Not a big deal. Be in the moment. Be in the moment. That's exactly right. All right. Until next time, Kingdom Mamas, have a great week. Hey, Mama, before you go, will you do me a favor? If you found this podcast encouraging and valuable, would you please head over to iTunes, leave a review, and subscribe to the show? Also, I'd love to connect with you. I can be found on social at Trudy underscore Lineski. Until next time, sweet girl, stand confidently in your calling. You are the mom for the job.